Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. I'm going to start this week off with an apology, but I also want to stress it's not my fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like your kind of apology. Well, yeah, it it is. Um, So what happened last week, we were talking about Microsoft buying um, Activision Mm -hmm. and then we were talking about Sony losing money in their stocks. And I went, they've lost nothing. It's like $20 million. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, the thing was it wasn't $20 million that their stocks dropped. Okay. $20 $20 million to them is nothing, but that's what someone had written in the chat. The spreadsheet said $20 million. They lost $20 billion. Yeah, $20 billion is more than $20 million. That's That's true. I'd still yeah. like $20 million, you know? I'm not going oh, yeah. to scoff at $20 million. But, uh, $20 million, we could retire. But a $20 billion drop just because Microsoft acquired Blizzard is uh, that's pretty significant. Mm. So, we've still got to wait a year to see if it actually happens or not. Mm. Um, speaking of blizzards, Matt's not here, but he is in Boston right now, where there is evidently mm-hmm. a blizzard. Oh, okay. But there's a Star Wars pinball machine there as well, That's so true. that should keep him mentally. Yeah, tank. hopefully he's popped a hoodie on, um, keep himself warm. He's used to the cold by now. Yeah, he is. Like the minus degrees. It's hot here. Is it hot there, Luke? It's fucking hot here. Um... It's actually been raining here all day, so it's not too bad. Mm. It's Cam before you. But look at us remembering to say Matt's not here. I know, right? Well, it's because we, we, you, you lined up a nice segue. You know, you lined up a really mm. nice segue. Um, well, here's I, a, I did that on purpose. Here's another segue. Matt, uh, Matt may not be mm. here, but there's, there's a list of other people who are also not here uh, because they've died. Mm-hmm. We've got quite a list. It's a long list. Of potential yeah. geeks of the week. And yeah. um, I, I've looked at the list. You're really going to have to sell these. Okay, people to let's you. let's go from the top of the list. We'll go down. We'll talk about who they are, their significance to geek culture, and then you can decide mm-hmm. who, if any, are awarded the coveted geek of the week. This, this is going to be tough this week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look. Let's start off with an easy one. Um, Meatloaf died this week. Died of COVID. Now, Meatloaf, of course, singer, songwriter. Actor, star of Rocky Horror Picture Show, Fight Club. Yeah, he's, he's not doing anything oh, for man. me. Oh, man. I'm going to miss Meatloaf. Died of COVID too. COVID. That happens. Yeah, it does happen. Sad. Very sad. But yeah, I, I don't Meatloaf. Yes, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of good songs, but I just remember him for like the last sort of decade has just been phoning it in and cashing checks. Possibly. He did have some like, very he, good songs, though, back yeah, in the day. Remember, he went. He was doing a halftime show at um, the AFL or something, and it was just terrible. Mm. And, yeah, I just... I'd probably phone yeah, him he, if he I was trying. at the AFL halftime. I remember the first... I, I wouldn't go. The first time I heard... Well, just because of Meatloaf, or he just wouldn't go to AFL? It's AFL, no. I don't understand the game. No, neither. It's, as far as I can tell, it's a cross between rugby and basketball. Um, it's you bounce the fucking ball. No, That's what I don't get. Actually, it's probably a, com- a mixture of rugby, basketball, and soccer. Yeah, you're not selling me on this. No, I'm not trying to. It's a terrible game, and no one should watch yeah, it. Yeah, I barely hang on to the NRL these days. 
It's all I've got. <laughs> it's the only sport I watch. I understand a lot of sports, which is weird. I heard meatloaf for the first time when I was in my first year of high school, and uh, he had the uh, the hit "I would do anything for love" brackets, but I won't do that. Winky face. What is? Yeah, what is that? No, no, no. He says what that. that is. Each each stanza says three things he would do for love and one thing he wouldn't do. Ah, uh, it's not just like, one dishes, overall thing where he's like. Faithful. And by the way, I'm not into anal. <laughs> um, but I heard the song and I heard his voice. I'm like, man, this guy's got an amazing voice. He must be fucking handsome. And eventually I saw no. the music video and I was like, oh, oh, wow, wow. A potato sings this song. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, dead of COVID. Next on dead. the list. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, we're moving on to Gaspar Uliel, right? French actor. You may have seen him in one of two films, right? Because he's done a lot of films that you would have had to read, so you wouldn't have seen these. He was uh, in yeah. Brotherhood of the Wolf, if you've seen that awesome French action movie. No. Okay, if Matt was here, he would 100% be championing me on, on, on Brotherhood of the Wolf. I'll try another one. He was also the young Hannibal Lecter in Hannibal Rising, the prequel to Hannibal. No. No. Uh, but the thing is, he's about to be in something that I might know him from. What's that? He's going to be, he's in Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight looks fucking great. <laughs> that looks so good. I can't wait so for that So he's going to play Midnight Man in it. Oh, man, that's a shame because he died in a skiing accident. Oh, he's younger than us. Yeah, he's like 38. This is such a rich European way to die. I don't know why people still go skiing. It just seems terribly dangerous. Have you ever been skiing? The only time I've ever been skiing was our Year 10 Canberra trip where we spent one day at Kosciuszko. No, I keep thinking about going to the snow and then I just don't Yeah, because I'd have to leave the house and there's no Xbox there. Yeah, I've been places where there's been snow but I've not wanted to ski on it. Okay, so Gaspar Uliel, dead in the Alps. Don't care. No, don't care. Sorry. All right. Okay. Next on the list, Peter Bogdanovich. You know him? Um, I'm looking at a picture of him. Hollywood director. Overnight success with The Last Picture Show. Best friend of Orson Welles. It's a great story. You don't get geeked a week for being someone's friend. Orson Welles' friend, you do. (laughs) I'd like to be Orson Welles' friend. Orson Welles... You might get it being my friend. Orson slagged him off on a talk show and um, Mm. he wrote a letter to Orson the next day and said, like, Orson, I thought we were friends. I'm actually really quite upset that you slagged me off. And um, Orson wrote him back two letters, put them in one envelope and sent them. And one of the letters said, I'm really sorry, I should never have said that. You know, you're a good friend. And the other letter said, fucking grow up. Suck it up. say what I fucking want. Uh. (laughs) And on the front of the envelope, it just just said, choose whichever one you feel is more appropriate. (laughs) That's that's such a weird response. Yeah, that's up there with your apologies. (laughs) That's not my fault. All right, next one. Peter Robbins is dead. Do you know Peter Robbins? Can't say that I do. You do. Peter Robbins is the voice 
of Charlie Brown in the old Charlie Brown cartoons. Yeah. Charlie really Brown. Gotten to Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Snoopy. Woodstock. Yeah. Man. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Going down the list. Bob mm-hmm. Saget is dead. Bob's been dead yeah, this for is a, the one- over a week now, but we didn't report on this last week. But, you know, two weeks later, no change. Bob Saget's still dead. I know this name, and at the moment he is definitely winning Geek of the Week. Okay, for his for his contribution to Full House? I think he's just like, he's sort of like everyone's dad. Yeah, 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 I'll play like that. He, we grew up watching him as... On Full House, he did. Um, he was also the voice uh, on How I Met Your Mother, and that's true. He's done a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, and he's quite funny as well. I only know him really because he plays himself in Entourage, and he's an absolute cunt. But I assume that any characters that people write into Entourage as themselves are written ironically, which probably means yep. he's a lovely guy. Yeah, because the other character who's a cunt. The- who plays himself in Entourage is Seth Green, who um, every time he's in a scene is telling the lead character E that he's fucked his girlfriend Um, (laughs) and he's just a slimy little prick. But I've heard he's like Hollywood's nice guy. So I assume it's the same with Bob Saget. I'm sort of saying, but yeah, because he was also, um, because with his comedy, his comedy was sort of not the nice Mm. family. He was a bit bit dirty. Yeah, he was in that documentary, The Aristocrats, if you've seen that. No. You haven't seen that? It's a documentary. It's a documentary on one joke. Two hours of famous comedians retelling the same joke. It's excellent. (laughs) But yeah, so Bob Saget, I think, yeah. Okay. He will get it. Right. So the final, well, okay, well, Put a pin in that because there's one more celebrity death this week. This is this is an acclaimed performer, an activist, mm-hmm. pioneer in his field, and that's the great Sidney Portier, also passed away. What would I know him from? You'd probably know him from the classic To Sir With Love, if you've seen that film from the 60s about a kind of swinging hip teacher trying to educate a bunch of, you know, that that same film that they make kind of every decade about a rowdy class of teenagers who have one inspirational teacher? No. No. So we're back. I do know of him and I do know he's done stuff, but he's just not done stuff in my space. I know where you know him from. I know where you know Sidney Poitier from. From season Mm -hmm. one of South Park where Sidney Portier is is transformed into Mega Portier to fight Mega Robert Smith. <laughs> okay, yep, yeah, that that's probably that's probably what I'll know him from. But look, with all that, I'm still gonna have to go to Bob Saget. All right, Bob Saget. I know who he is. Bob He's Saget. not someone I have to look at or try and think what I've seen. It's I know him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's our geek of the week. I could give it to two people, but I don't think there's two people who've earned it. I've been up since 4.30 this morning. Why? Because that's what time my baby decided to wake up. And I thought... Why baby's morning things? Oh, man. And I thought... They don't have jobs to go to. I thought I was lucky for a sec because I was... Like, if she gets up at, like, 6, that's it. I'm up at 6. But when she got up at 4.30, I'm like, I'll just feed her. Put her back to sleep. And she'll and go back I'll to sleep. sleep like and then she'll o'clock. sleep in. Yeah. 
No, she was just, she was just up. And so I was just up. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired. She's up. Can't you just sort of put her somewhere, like in a cage or something? And I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never let me look after your child. Yeah, I probably won't. But thanks. They've got baby cages, don't they? I've seen those kind of Victorian-era baby cages. Have you seen those that kind of stick out the side yeah. of, of balconies so that you could let your, your baby have some air? Yeah. That's, that's quite nice, I think. Yeah. Let him get some air, yeah. get some sun. Mine, you've got some quiet Mine time. Mine can't crawl yet, though. She can turn over now, though. She can roll onto her back. That's her, that's her big okay. thing for this week. Does she sort of do it, then turn and make eye contact and go, look what I just did? Yeah, yeah, she does. But then she gets incredibly frustrated that she can't turn back and then cries and then I've got to comfort uh. her. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she, yeah, so it's only turned one way so far. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's from belly to back or back to belly? From back to belly. Belly to back is hard. I, I don't know. I can do it pretty easily. Well, can you? Because I was going to show her how to do it and I lay on my belly, right? <laughs> and then I was like, how do you do this? Because usually you would just get up, but she can't just get up, right? Yeah, I don't know how babies work. No, no, they don't no. know anything. So I watched some TV this week and I wasn't going I to. watched some TV as well and I think, are we talking about the one that I told you was actually good? Yeah, so... I had not watched episode four of Book of Boba Fett because episodes one, two, and three were so bad, exponentially getting worse down the down the episodes that mm-hmm. I had just completely tuned out. But when you told me it was worth a look at episode five, uh, I decided to trust you. And boy, am yep. I glad I did. It was a great episode, and I think what made it good... There was no Boba Fett. Now, there was nothing about his storyline in it. Yes. Now, listen, <laughs> if, if you haven't seen this, you might think <laughs> we're exaggerating. We're not. Boba Fett, not in this episode, mentioned once at the end, as Luke says. Yeah. Only one crossover character. But it's just, it was just a great episode. So well done. Bryce Dallard Howard returning to direct from mm-hmm. Mandalorian. And I think she has just proved herself. Now, her episode of Mando was not my favourite. It was the one where the, um, I think it was the one where the I'd complained that the AT-AT was like, had two humanoid features. Remember, it was like dipping its toe in the water. Like the eyes. Yeah, and- it, was just, it was just a little too anthropomorphized. Not that that was her fault necessarily. But, I mean, she did a decent job of that and she did a, an excellent job of this. One annoying thing I've seen is people are now saying, because she did so well, she now should get her own Star Wars trilogy. Oh, stop it. Why are you straight to Star Wars trilogy? Stop that. You don't start with the trilogy. Just go, let let her have a movie. It doesn't have to be a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we know how Disney work. She fucks up once and she is gone forever. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't understand why every single news outlet I saw talk about is like <laughs> she's her to herself or it's great to see her do a trilogy. How about just let her direct more that, episodes of this show that she's already working on? Let her direct more episodes of the show or give her a movie and let her play in the universe yeah. and then give her a one-off like, thing. You don't have to go in with an idea for a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole universe and Rogue One. Yeah. That didn't need to be a trilogy. No. It's a great movie. No, one of the best. Imagine if they'd made The Force Awakens as one standalone and, and wrapped up the story at the end. 
You know what I mean? And yep. they didn't do a whole sequel trilogy. They were just like, here's your fan service. Here's your one great movie. Thanks, JJ. Is everyone happy now? Great. We're going to do some TV. Or even if we look at, like, because Star Wars is like the original trilogy, but it was never meant designed as a trilogy really to begin with. No. No, no, it no, was, no, no. It was, it was a, we don't think this is going to go well. You get one movie. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Use every idea you've ever had and put it in this one movie. Mm-hmm. And because it, it, it ends on, like, yes, Darth Vader survived, but it ends on Rebel Alliance winning, Empire's gone, yay, yeah. we're all happy. But and that's it. That could have just ended there. Vader wasn't the main bad guy of the first one. Tarkin was, no, and he's was dead. Tarkin. Yeah, I'm happy for her to get a movie, but, yeah, let's not jump yeah. ahead. Let's, let's not just... pull the T word out every time you like something. Like when Ryan Johnson was going to get oh, his God. trilogy and it's sort of like, yeah, yeah. how about that come up with an A idea for a movie first his movie and let's even talk. <laughs> he was just like, and look, he had some pretty, some pretty new and interesting ideas, you know. Mm. And, I mean, he was the one who said to Kathleen Kennedy, what if, what if there was more than one woman in the entire galaxy? And she was like, <laughs> I like the way you think. Give this man a trilogy. And I still admit, like, where he was taking Luke... I don't like a lot of the places where he went with Luke's story, but when he was start to me, he was starting to head down the line of Luke going. There's no like light or dark side of the Force; mm. it's just the Force. And I would love that. Is that. A bit great. I think the reason they can't do that is because in the Clone Wars cartoon, they've made it very clear of this rule of two and all of the. They've really leaned into that. So if Luke didn't believe that, it kind of undermines the stuff they're setting up in that. But, yeah, it just would have – I could see that, like, get away and then – because I got the idea that he was heading down that path and that's why he was like, don't worry about these books, they mean nothing mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, all just, of that was great. Yep, and then, no, it's, she takes the books and burns and, yeah, yeah, just, no. Put me in charge. I will fix it. The other thing I liked about this episode was that it did what I like about the Clone Wars – but I can't get into the Clone Wars because it's, you know, a cartoon for little kids. It's for kids. Um, yep. But what I do like about it and what I go on YouTube to kind of just watch summaries of is the myth building mm. that it does. Mm-hmm. So it really expands the mythology um, that the movies of Star Wars don't really get into. They just say there's a force. Yep. Well, what is the force? Who created the force? You know, and... and it's a blood disease. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. And... Uh, Mando and, you know, Mando's spin-off episode of uh, Boba Fett that we're talking about now um, mm-hmm. does give them an opportunity to start building some of that expanded universe mythology, which I yep. really, really enjoy. Also, it, Grogu's getting a Boba Fett helmet or a Mando helmet. Yeah. It's going to be so cute. <laughs> Don't know what it looks like yet. So when she was forging that, there was one cutaway where there was heaps of tiny little rings and I thought for a sec, oh, you're making him some chainmail armour or something like that. Uh, and then they implied, oh, we haven't shown you what it is and it's a big secret. So now I think, well, okay, well, it's not that. But then why a cutaway of little rings? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's going to be like a tiny little hell. That'd be great. Because I still and stand how by. how is that going to be? If no one's seen Mando's face and he's carrying around little Grogu and people go, oh, is that your son? Everybody reasonably thinks that under that helmet, he looks like a Yoda. Yep. Yeah. So I think little Grogu with with one of those helmets on as well, 
adorable. Yeah. Do, but it also does give the impression that they don't know what to do with Mando without Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. so they're already going back, back to that well. And I was <laughs> the first to say, do we need Grogu in the story? Could Mando just have his own tail? The answer is no, not really. I, I think he could, but... They're linked. We want Baby Yoda back. Plus, I think... Tell me what you think about this. I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to bridge the gap between the film and the series... And I think Mando is going to pull Grogu out of Skywalker's Jedi Academy before mm-hmm. the before Kylo Ren incident. Luke loses his mind. Correct. <laughs> I'm not calling it the Kylo Ren incident. It's the Luke <laughs> yeah. Skywalker yeah. incident. I had a dream and started murdering people. <laughs> incident. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Like you got to Kylo Ren did nothing wrong mm. in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. He was having woke he up, to bed, woke up and saw someone about to murder him. <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm still also. He's also. You can't redeem Kylo Ren because he did murder his father and tried to kill his A mother. A lot as well. of people. There's no coming their back own from father that. in Star Wars, though. No, no. But his was a little bit different. Yeah, his was. Like, his was very tragic. Cold blood. Yeah, true, true. And then he also tried to kill his mother as well. Yeah. Remember In, Super Indirectly, Leia? I suppose that is true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So he, 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 I'm happy that, that's one thing I am happy about, that they did kill him at the end mm. of Rise of Skywalker because, you know, don't come back from that. I, I, I shivered when they kissed. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Like so <laughs> brother and sister characters and then somebody obviously went, make him kiss. And I love that the novelization that came out afterwards played that right down and said something, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of um, a, a, a sisterly peck is how they described it in the book. <laughs> but is it just, maybe that wasn't originally in the script, that was just one of those things they were filming yeah, and then they decided to go and for the kiss, like me and Dave. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was watching that. I was watching that just the other day. Not planned. We both just, just go in just at the happened. same time. Great, great. <laughs> I, I I wish that you guys had been able to just hold back the laughter, and we could have kept that take going for just a little longer, just a little bit more. Yeah. So good. Um, not the weirdest footage I That's have of you scene. and Dave. No, not by far. Not no. by a long shot. I've got to stop saying yes to everything. Mm. So, yeah, Book of Boba Fett. I will tune in for the next episode. We shall yeah, see. Yeah, I think, th- unfortunately, I think the next episode's going back to yeah. what it was. But I don't th- is next episode the last one? I think so. When your lead actor six or says, eight? I think I'm in this too much, you know this is poorly written. <laughs> mm. uh, there's seven. Seven. Okay. Weird. It is a weird number, but yeah, because I didn't think it would be six because it's too British. No, well, not that it's British; it just means that they've got a lot to tie up. Mm. Because I still don't understand what the story is. No, and it's because they've kind of diluted the story by telling two stories and not giving enough screen time to one. And finally, that's wrapped up. Thankfully, yeah, but I still don't quite understand what the Tusker Raider storyline was even about either. Look, that. That shot of him sitting on the motorbike, like miming how to ride a motorbike, is the most embarrassing (laughs) shot 
in any it's it's worse than even Ewoks can ride them. Yeah, I I can't. I can't. It's awful. It's just so awful. But yeah, it's just it's just there's two stories that make no sense and they haven't given enough detailed story to either of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've thrown in a great episode of Mandalorian that has nothing to do with either of yep. them. And now they're going back to Yeah. This. And some very decent action sequences in that Mandalorian episode, which really now make the chase sequence in the early episode with Boba Fett and the mods just all the all the more embarrassing. I still don't understand that chase because even the guy who's like in the speeder trying to get away, he's driving so slowly. Awful. Like it just didn't feel like a chase. It felt like they were rehearsing for yeah. it. We'll yeah, do a yeah, slow do it at half speed. It, yeah. And then we'll, <laughs> yeah. There's another show that I mentioned uh, at the end of last year that uh, that I watched and really enjoyed, which is Dan Brown's The Lost mm-hmm. Symbol. And, um, of course, because I watched and enjoyed it, they've decided to cancel it it's and gone. not do any more episodes of it. Was it a Netflix show? It was Peacock, which I think is, okay. is NBC's streamer. That's Paramount's is it? NBC. No, Paramount's got Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, but I thought that was also Peacock, wasn't it? You could be right. I don't know. I thought they sort of combined a little bit. I could be very wrong. Oh, you could be right. No, you could be right. Oh, no, there's Peacock TV. Oh, okay, so it's its own thing. We don't have Peacock TV in Australia, though. No. So it might be that was on Paramount. Got it. Plus, maybe. uh, It's getting confusing, and this is what we always worried about with the streaming services. Yes. Now, I've noticed that a couple of them are starting to link together. I went to watch something on Amazon the other day. And it had something listed that wasn't actually on Amazon, but it said you could subscribe to Paramount Plus and watch this oh, through wow. the Amazon app. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm sort of okay with that. Because I don't I'm, I'm, I'm very ha- open to that. Because honestly, I am subscribed to everything. Mm, to and all of them, yeah. It's just I'm in a position where I can afford it and it's not too expensive, so I don't have yeah. to pick or choose. But I still hate it when I go, I want to watch something, and then I have to try and work out. You don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's taken the choice paralysis that you normally just have by just looking at all of the options on one and mm-hmm. being in like, not only when you're looking at one, you're ignoring four others. Mm-hmm. But I agree, it's not about price. We can charge $100 and just have one that I can just get everything from. Mm. And, uh, and, yes, we... We're, we're, we're in a position where we could actually do that. I'll quite happily pay $100 a month just to get access to yeah. all the streaming services and I have If it the Pirate Bay came out and said, we are now officially licensed and it's a $100 subscription a month for whatever you want, done. Do you know that was actually something they were putting to studios like back in the day at the height of it all? They were going, we'll, we'll set sense. up a subscription service so people will pay. We will then share that to each of you based off what people are watching. They actually did put yep. that forward. Of course, they, everyone came out and went, no, go Absolutely away. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> you can't steal something and then just chuck us a couple of bucks. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I, but I would, that, that would be my ideal situation. Mm. And that's why I think I've got to get, I've got like Google TV downstairs. I think I need to get another one for upstairs up mm-hmm. here because having that one remote that you turn on and you can just search and it will find it on whatever it's on has made life so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. But I am still taking to buying a lot of stuff on Xbox. 
for movies and television shows I like. Just because you know, there's some stuff I, will, I know I'll watch on. over and over and I know yeah. I have it. It's good to have it all in one spot too. Uh, mm. Honest to God, I miss having a bookshelf with DVDs on it. Because I used to sit there and just look at my DVDs and be like, oh, yeah, I fucking love that movie. Do you know what Fuck I would it. do, I'm though? Watch Fight Club again. I would look at the DVDs I had and then I'd go and get uh, go to India and get a copy so I didn't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about getting a disc and waiting for that to load. Yeah, and- true. But I also miss special features. And I know some digital downloads still have special features, but DVDs were unique because... People weren't used to buying movies in the era of VHS. They were used to renting them. So to mm. make it a, a more attractive proposition, they just put all of these bonuses on there. And there was like a good decade where it was just the greatest time to be a film lover. If you wanted to see behind the scenes, director's commentaries, all of that, I, mm-hmm. I, miss, I miss the assumption that every DVD you buy came with all of that. Because yet some digital ones do, but then they're also. I find it very hard to work out how to even watch the special features. Yes. Agree. Um, Agree. But I remember, like, yeah, American Graffiti. I used to love that. I used to watch the behind the scenes on that and do watch the yeah. interviews. And it's quite interesting when they're talking about the cars and how the script came about and the fact that even just yeah. when they're talking about the lighting of people in the cars, how they basically every scene they had someone lying in the footwell <laughs> holding a light in the face so that you could see the actors' faces in the car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yes, would have I can quite happily have done that job for Hans, uh, Harrison Ford. You could have done it for me, mate. I made a whole fucking movie set in the car. Was Harrison Ford there? No. Would I have been at his feet looking up? <laughs> Just let me rest my hand here. Yeah, he also would have been too young and not famous enough that he would have had to have been nice as well, I reckon, back then. Um, Yeah, that was still at the stage where he was still a carpenter and he got that job where he wasn't the star. He was had a decent scene in it. Good role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to wear his cowboy hat. But then got to go, just went straight back to being a carpenter and was actually a carpenter on Star Wars and but got the... Yeah, not just on Star Wars. He was a carpenter fixing the door on George Lucas's office mm-hmm. that he was doing his casting in. Have you heard the rumour that if back in the day, if you wanted a hot tub that had like a secret compartment for drugs, evidently Harrison Ford <laughs> yeah, was Harrison the man. Ford. I've, I've, I've heard, heard he that rumour. The fan of cocaine. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. So that but don't know that if makes it's true. Perfect sense. That's uh, but I like to think it is. Yeah. Well, he gave, apparently he gave a lot of drugs to uh, Carrie Fisher, who, who later became very dependent on them. So I, know, know. I think she was dependent before. If, Wasn't she like 17? Uh, no, she yeah. did come from a Hollywood family. Or, or yeah. are you getting your sources from Mark get, and me? No, I'm getting my sources from Carrie Fisher. From her book? From her book, where she talks about like her growing up and like... Yeah, her right. being backstage while her mother's performing and there's drugs and alcohol and men and, like, yeah, she mm. came from a very, very messed up family and childhood. Yeah. I still love her. Me too. I She'll always her. be my princess. Yeah. The greatest of all Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. I got to meet her. Yeah. Got to talk with her. Did you touch her? That came touched out weird, her. but did you touch her? I did touch her. Nice. Put my arm around her, gave her a hug. 
Oh. It's quite an emotional time. It was, it was very exciting. I got to meet Carrie yeah, Fisher. Is she little? Yes. Mm. Well, not little. She's, well, compared to me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're saying not compared to me? Yes, I that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a child. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, speaking of other actors who aren't children, mm. but um, we'll soon have one. Well, Nick Cage walked into the room and he asked of his manager, is there any Nick Cage news? Nick Cage's manager turned to Nick Cage and said, of course there's Nick Cage news. Nick Cage is the biggest movie star in the whole wide world. And things are only going to get bigger. Now take a look at this script right here. It's about a man made of wicker. Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Uh, child on the way. Is with this his, his new wife. How many kids does Not he have now? Child. He has two children already with and um, they'd be previous wives. Old. Well, yeah, not old, but kids. they'd be adults. Yeah, they're grown-up kids. Um... But he's been married quite a few times. But he's uh, he's he's got a a new bride uh, that he's he's come out and said, I think I've I think I've chosen well this time. I think this this particular wife is is the one. Did he actually good. say he thinks he's chosen well? I think I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> okay. but I, 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 he, he essentially implied that that he had made some poor choices of wives in the past because he's had like marriages before that have been like two weeks and Very stuff. Fast. Hasn't he? Correct. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm convinced he only married Priscilla Presley because he was like, now I now I'm technically Elvis's grandson. Well, technically you're, you're nothing to Elvis because he's dead. Correct. Um, that's not all that's going on in in the, in the life of Nicolas Cage right now. Oh, he's in fact. Other side, I thought he sort of disappeared. Oh no, no, no! It's been a very, very big week for Nicolas Cage. Okay. You want to hear what he's been up to this week? Sure. Okay. So expecting a baby. So that's that's great news for him. Um, some not good news is that footage of him singing karaoke has leaked and he has come out publicly and said he is so embarrassed he will never, ever sing karaoke again as long as he lives. But that's all karaoke. You get drunk, yeah. you sing terribly. Yeah, yeah, and he is terrible, but he's no worse than I am when I'm at karaoke. Like, I've had I, some great I have to be nights. incredibly drunk to do it. I've had some great nights start off from me getting very drunk, getting up on stage, singing terribly, and then meeting random people and then going out and having a great night with strangers. Was one of those strangers Nicolas Cage? No. No, that's a shame. Unfortunately. Yeah, great so story. Apparently, apparently he loved karaoke and it was kind of like his thing that he would just like – Go and do on his own. You could just be at a karaoke bar and then mm. Nicolas Cage would show up and be like, I had a hard day. Here I am to just fucking rock out to Prince. But yep. somebody filmed it, put it on the internet and ruined it for everyone. Uh, see, to me, honestly, I think he should be old enough and comfortable enough that he's just, fuck it, this is me. Yeah, lean into it. Yeah. Fucking go on a talk show and sing it. Poorly. Karaoke's supposed so to be private. No, karaoke's not supposed to be private. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you know that in China, if you buy a Tesla, you mm. have the option of having a karaoke system included in your Tesla? Really? Yeah. Microphone to pass around and the lyrics come up on that big screen. No. 
<laughs> yeah. Only in China. I do want a Tesla. They love karaoke in Asia, though. I mean, obviously, it's Asian. But um, I remember going to a karaoke place in um, Japan. Yeah, home. It was so much fun. What did you sing? Um, I sang living, The Living End. Oh, they had some Aussie had, songs. Yeah. That's great. We went down with our tour because we went when me and Hannah we went, we went with like this small tour group. There was I think about fifteen people, and then we all went. Let's go to karaoke, and it was a great awesome. night. In Singapore, uh, there's no such thing as a strip club, right? Strip mm-hmm. clubs banned, right? But what they do have are these things places where women dance. <laughs> no, they don't dance. They sing karaoke. With you, and you pay them. Oh, yes, uh, that's also that's also a th- a sort of Japan in those clubs where you have like the the you pay you, the waitress to sort of sit with you and yeah, yep. exactly. That's exactly, and it's mostly kind of older affluent businessmen, mm-hmm. usually on holidays, and they go and sing karaoke with the company of a young lady. Oh, I want to go back to Japan. Japan's great. Love I'd it. like to go back to Japan as well. We need to go and we need to do the go-karting around the city. Yes. Yes. Why haven't we done that? Why haven't we prioritised that in the past? Like that needs to be and now an it's almost view. impossible. Well, yeah. it's impossible for you and Matt. <laughs> for me, I can go. No, I don't mean because of the children. I mean because of COVID. <laughs> oh, no, I'll take a baby yeah. to Japan. Japan's also – I could definitely convince – my other half to go sushi. To I want to go back and get sushi there. God, the sushi was great there. Even sushi, like, every, all the food's great there. Like even like hot the, food at Seven <laughs> Eleven. But even like the, the the sort of like fast foody type of like sushi was great. Yeah, Seven Eleven hot food, alcohol, yeah. chew highs. Oh God, I need a chew high. Oh yeah, I love those ramen restaurants where you don't have to see or talk to a human being. Yep. Basically, when you're outside in the line, you just punch it, punch it into a little terminal, mm-hmm. and then it tells you where to go and sit, and you go there, and there's your ramen, and you you eat it, and you leave. You eat it. Yep. The, like a few of the places I went, the only time I'd actually have any interaction with staff was when they were bringing me my drink because they were checking mm-hmm. for I was I wasn't a child ordering alcohol. That was it. Yep. <laughs> and I yeah. was not a child. No. But I was ordering alcohol. Yeah, we need to do, we need to go to Japan. One of the greatest moments of my life was in Japan, and I went to the Ninja Museum. Okay, and uh, the ninja there told me that I was quote a pretty cool guy. <laughs> was he hitting on you? No, he was doing a sword demonstration, and he said, "Who wants to try it?" And I was like, "I'd give it a go." Fuck yes, <laughs> yeah. I do. And I got up and I I did my best practicing with my lightsaber in my bedroom sword moves. And he was like, you're a pretty cool guy. And I was like, thanks, ninja. Thanks. Was there maybe a little bit of a smirk happening there? Didn't. uh, He was a ninja. His face was covered. Yeah, he was was smiling. (laughs) In Japan, I had a lot of people come up and just start stroking my beard. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of yeah. people. They probably have never seen a a beard that long or a beard that color. Mm. I also, I'm also on. I would have been on. I was interviewed for some Japanese television show. That happened to me too. Like we were up 
on this part of the tour, we went to this place up to this sort of, um, what do you call it? Um, it was in the mountains. It was monks. The whole place was yeah. like vegetarian. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah, they like a Buddhist temple. In. Yeah, Buddhist temple. So we stayed. Mm-hmm. We stayed there and doing. Oh, and wow. then the film crew came in, and you could see that they were. Pointing at me, go. We we need this guy. Who is that guy? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's we'll, amazing. We'll casually chat to everyone, but this is the guy we need. And yeah, they interviewed me. Fabulous. No, no idea what it was for or what I they did with it. I was about to say, I, I'd love to know what that was for. It might pop up one day because I know it's popped up me being on People's Court. Yes, it certainly popped up you being on the the fuck's that podcast with that guy who made Clerks. Oh, um, Hollywood Babylon. Hollywood Babylon. Mm-hmm. Where it's just me talking to uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman for half the show. Yeah, amazing. They zeroed in on you and then that was it. It was the Luke show. Yeah, even though they'll on. talk to other people. it's not- I couldn't believe that they kept throwing back to you. I was like, this, this is amazing. And I kept getting drunker. If I hadn't known I would do that, I would not have got as drunk as I did. <laughs> was that the same trip as the People's Court? Ah, uh, no, the People's Court was a different one. And oh, then wow. there was also another ad I was in 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 America for some vending machine, fancy vending machine, vending machine food. So yeah, I don't know. Stuff Amazing. just happens to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I'm the face of a particular brand of coffee lawak in Sumatra, just because I think I'm the only white person who's ever visited that part of the country, and they were like. Could you please hold this kind of coffee for a picture and I'll give you as much coffee as you want? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So that's good. I don't like coffee, but I'll, I'll take, you can take the picture. This is the coffee that has been fed to a small rodent and then he's oh, excreted. And then they crap it out. And yeah, and then they collect it in. Yeah. I who, mean, it's a bean, it's in a shell. Yeah, but I'm still like, who was the first person to think that's a good idea? I know. It's like, it's still good. <laughs> What's the five-second rule if it's gone through the digestive system of this little creature? Yeah, you're right. Why? 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 Yeah. All right, so I've been at trying best, to... it was... I mean, apparently it's an absolute delicacy, but at best it was fine, and at mm. worst it was not all that good. But you got a lot of it for expensive. free. Yeah, and it, it is very expensive. Is it's it the equivalent of about $25 a cup. It's expensive because of what it is, not because of how good it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. of, of the rarity of it. Ooh, I'm getting to bring this up in this week podcast. This is my second last po- podcast before I become a cripple again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first week of Feb, right? Yep, 7th of Feb I go in for my yep. new surgery. Yep. So what is this one putting in or taking out? It's doing both. Lengthening. Okay. They're going to take out pins, put in new pins, and then I'm going to be lengthening my leg, which means I can't put any weight on it for three months. (sighs) Okay. A, that actually sounds awesome, Uh, and I'm a little bit envious. I'm sure it's going to be incredibly painful, so I'm Mm -hmm. not envious of that. Um, yeah, you're already with a broken leg for three months. But I, I mean, are there more painkillers they can give you that like better than the ones you're currently on? Like, or are you just gonna have to deal with this? No, I'm that. So I'm at that stage where this is to instead of trying to go up in painkillers yeah. because it's yeah, you can only have so many be- painkillers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before you could just not feel a thing. Yes. Yeah. 
And at the moment, all my painkillers do is make me my my other aches and pains go away, and I can still feel my leg. If if anything, it's drawing more attention to the pain in the leg. Yeah. So this, Are you going to be, be slightly taller after this? Uh, no, because it's they're not going to be as tall as your left leg. leg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the thing that they did in Gattaca, where they like? cut the bone and pull it apart and, t- and let it try to grow together and then pull it apart a bit more and let it try to... Is, is it something it's like exactly that? exactly like that. Wow. And I've had that... Have, I've done... This is my second time doing it, but this time I'm doing it a little bit differently. What's well, different first, about this time? First time I did it, it was the big Meccano set. Mm. So I had a big Meccano set put through and then I had spanners that I'd have to move... I'd rotate. Oh, you'd have to do it yourself. Yeah, I, I had spanners that I would actually stretch my leg. And I, oh, even wow. with this one, I still have to do it myself, except huh. this one's all internal and I get magnets. Oh. No, that's awesome. So I put these magnets on, which will automatically do like a turn. And I do that four times a day and I do a millimeter a day. Oh, wow. See, if it was me, I'd be like, fuck it, two mils. I'm going to be real tall. Uh, no, no. The problem it's it's not about. How many meals you do a day? It's how long you do it for. Oh, Two meals okay. a day will mean you're moving it too far away that it can't try yeah, and heal. heal. Yeah, okay. So you need okay. to do so it just enough that it's attempting to heal and starting to heal, but it can't quite connect. I'm legitimately surprised that some quack in like Thailand doesn't offer that as like cosmetic surgery. They do. Like, do they? You, you can get this done. There's, um, huh. There was a story many years ago about um, a girl who wanted to be a um, an air hostess, but she was okay. too short, and so she went right. and got the surgery to lengthen her legs, oh, become taller. Wow. And Richard Branson gave her a job. Really? Yep. I mean, that certainly shows dedication, doesn't it? But it's also like it's a pretty stupid thing to do to become someone uh, uh, that just serves people on a plane. Yeah, yeah, waiter in space. That is yeah. true. They are like coveted it, roles, though. I think just because of the travel. Yeah, but the I also free don't, travel. It's it's free, but then it's also you still. It's not like you get to fly overseas and then spend a week there and then fly back. It's sort you of you could like, if you want. I think you're pretty much freelance. You just put on when you want to come back, and they put you on a flight. No, I'm to work. pretty. I'm pretty sure they because. They have it that, like, they fly you out, they put you up in a hotel, and then you go back. It's You're on a roster. Mm. It's not just, uh, yeah. I'll sign up Fair to enough. whatever I feel like. It's because they need to have like those planes. Like a courier. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they need to have all those flights packed with because they can't just wait. Does anyone want to do this one? But when, but when you have days off, you could probably work it so that your days off were when you were in cool places. You probably could, but... I don't. I don't think it's as exciting as people think. Yeah. Well, once you've once you've flown more than a couple of times, it's definitely not exciting. And then also, it's times. only going to be exciting if you're on those international long hauls, like which mm. most of the time most people are going to be on domestic. Yeah, you probably have to work your way up to those anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you might get yeah, you might get like two, three days maybe before you go back, mm. but really. You've also just yeah. worked for 20 hours to get there. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But what do I know? 
leg lengthening. So, so I'll still be back before next week's podcast, and then we'll, I don't know okay. when. I'll, I think I should be back the, the week after as well. I don't know how long I'm in hospital for yet. All right. Yeah. Well, keep us posted. Um, update the social media at least while you're while you're there. Uh, social media. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put a few Instagram photos up, like I did for my last surgery. Which yeah. actually might be my last Instagram photo. Jeez, oh, ominous. No, it's my third last Instagram. No, I meant from what's on there at the moment. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going in for a procedure. This may be the last time you hear from me. I get to wear a red cap when I go in. Why is that? Oh, if you, if you have an allergy, you get to wear a red oh. cap. I thought it was so like they, so that they don't operate on this man's brain. That wouldn't cause any damage. Before we before we move away from Nicholas Cage news, there's there's two more small pieces of of, of business for for Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is that he's requested that people stop referring to him as an actor. Now, before you laugh and say he's not much of an actor to begin with, um, he. It's not that he doesn't see himself as an actor. He just sees himself more as a thespian and would like to be referred to as such. See, at the moment I see him as unemployed, but okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, unemployed, not an unemployed actor, unemployed thespian. thespian. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll call him whatever I feel like. Fair, fair. Because is there a difference between an actor and a thespian? Um, I think to someone who's pretentious, there might be a slight yeah. difference. Yeah, sure. that, that was mm. that was that was the word I was thinking of. Yeah, and that's I the think only it's, difference I can see. <laughs> I think it's the same as those people who refer refuse to say that they watch movies and say they only watch films. Why? Why try to be fancy? They're the just same. Just be thing. honest. Just be. Just be. Um. And the last piece of uh, what does Nick Cage identify as news, uh, Nick Cave has said he's a goth. He is not a goth. So apparently he is. Someone, someone said, uh, or he, he apparently has a pet raven, and uh, someone said, oh, it's a very gothic pet, and he said, well, I am a goth. So that works. And everyone said, are you, are you a goth? Really? Nicholas Cage. That, 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 that mean the Queen's a goth? Because she has ravens? Yeah. Imagine the Queen was goth. Well, evidently, according to Nicholas Cage, that's <laughs> your own ravens. You're a goth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. One raven, goth. Yep. Ravens and are the queen's, a bit goth. And the Queen's got, I think she always has to have at least seven. It is ravens, I think. Are you thinking of a nursery rhyme? Are you thinking of blackbirds baked in a pie? Um, no, no, they're at the Royal Tower of London. They have to have ravens on site, I think. <laughs> just one of those archaic laws that nobody ever changed and now everyone's just got to go with it. Yeah, there's always ravens at the Tower of, at the Tower of London and I think there's always have to be like seven or there's a certain number that always have to be there. Wow, uh, okay. It, it is a thing. And I think the only time that there haven't been uh, ravens there in like a very, very long time was during World War II when the, the bombings the were happening. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. They were like, take the ravens down. Yep. That's so funny. Does it say why they're there? Or was it just a uh, tradition? 
it's a tradition. I can't quite remember. I don't know if it's a luck thing or something. It was because it, it was quite a lo- long time since I learned this. This is when we were actually in London. <laughs> oh, sure. That is interesting. But, yeah, they had, like, a certain number always there and then they had a few in training in case one croaked it. Well, I was about to say, like, if does it have to be seven? Can it be more? Like, if, if one hatched, were they like, I'm sorry, little buddy? <gasps> no, I think they... I don't know. I don't know if it's exactly seven, but yeah, there's a certain number that they will always have there, and because you have to train them up to this is where you live. Don't oh fly sure, away. yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose that's the the trickiest thing with birds is convincing mm. them to just stay yeah. there. This is your home. You are a tradition. You and six of your friends must always be here. Otherwise, bad stuff will happen. Wow, the tower, the Terrellans, a thousand year old fortress. You don't think about it. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Actually, I mean, it, I mean, all towers are medieval fortre- fortresses. Fortresses. Yeah, actually, it actually feels it's like weird because some kind of Latin because we of come from Australia, and Australia is sort of like the history that from when like Britain came over. It's actually quite short compared to yes, yes, yes. I mean, you know, fifty thousand years of indigenous yeah and that's why i did say like, from when fuck forts yeah i did that's why from when the british no came. no no you were good i wasn't calling yep. you out i was i was mm. just elaborating yeah. yeah i want to go back to london now i want to eat a scotch egg i was supposed to go to london when covid hit and ruined it for everyone so i'm still we were so lucky we did our trip and met up in paris when we did yeah because when we were on our trip there was talks about this flu coming through and that it might yeah. be something. Yeah. And we just got drunk and, and didn't think anything of it. And when was the last time you heard about Wuhan or pangolins? Now it's just fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have stopped trying to blame it on people and areas. Yeah. And now you just, oh, you're wearing a mask, a sheep. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a lot of people who are not just denying that it's a problem but are actively going against the solutions. I was reading mm-hmm. today that Kid Rock the musician, mm-hmm. um, has refused to play any gig at any venue that has COVID safety precautions. Okay. Well, the, the thing is, is that also means that all of those venues are probably going, Kid Rock can't play here because he's not. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then there's also I, Neil Young. Yeah. So this was very interesting. Because, mm. like, I, I used to listen to Joe Rogan when he had his podcast, mostly because he would have interesting guests on. But then he just started to go about sort of Joe Rogan. further and further over the edge. He- yeah, yeah. And then I stopped listening to him when he went to Spotify simply because I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Mm. I, I just don't. Um, but evidently it's, it's over there where he just, as you say, just really, really leaned into his whole anti-vax, COVID's not real, et cetera, et cetera, to the point where musician Neil Young uh, has come out and said, I refuse to be part of any platform that won't censor dangerous hate Mm. speech like this. Um, So it's either him or me. And Spotify went, well, it's him. Yeah, he's... And see, this is where I actually think... Spotify have sort of backed themselves into a, a, a hard corner because I'm mm. pretty sure that if because they spent a lot of money, yes, to get him over, like yeah, 
for them oh, to turn yeah. around and it now was, go it was a record-breaking amount of yeah, money for them to turn around and go well no nah, you can't we're going to get rid of him now it means they've, they're going to lose a lot of money they've wasted yeah. a lot of money but if someone else was probably to go, have this if we were if we mm. were on Spotify but if we were on Spotify saying the same things as Joe Rogan we would probably be censored and taken off yeah but imagine that imagine Neil Young was like I will not have my songs on Spotify if fucking multiple nergasm aren't kicked <laughs> off. But um, but this is this has spawned a whole lot of stuff. So the the the, the head of the World Health well can't even talk World who? Health or yes who <laughs> head of who um, has come out and said um, more people should be taking stances like Neil Young and, and mm-hmm. refuse to be associated with um, because because these anti COVID things are, are very very dangerous. Yes. Um, Apple Music have jumped on this as a marketing opportunity and have rebranded themselves as the home of Neil Young. Um, but apparently a record number of people this week have been Googling, who is Neil Young? So I guess Which to I a can whole also... generation of people, he means absolutely nothing. I can actually understand that, though. Like, yeah. it's not like, when was the last time he, yeah. he had a hit, like? Yeah, yeah, like if if Beyonce said, "Fucking it's me or Joe Rogan," maybe there'd be more of a debate. Mm. But I, I, but I yeah. do agree that yes, I believe yeah, more should be coming out against because I know like YouTube's very strict on there, like with the COVID deniers mm-hmm. and anti vaxxers they're they're cracking down on that now. And yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it, it is dangerous, and unfortunately, a lot of these conspiracies, and that's why I'm so interested in flat Earth. Because mm. flat Earth, uh, it's a bit of a joke, but the flat Earth community—they—they—they're a gateway to a lot of other conspiracies, and yeah. that's why it's actually quite dangerous. I've been—I've been fascinated lately. I've been reading a, a more about QAnon. I, I find that one really interesting too, because See, I don't know much it's about not QAnon. It's at, at least flat Earth, right? Now I'm not a flat Earther. I don't believe in flat Earth. Mm. And if you want to learn a bit more about round Earth or just Earth as we call it, mm-hmm. you, you you can go and read about it very very yeah. easily. But I can understand why an idiot would stand outside and go, "Looks flat to me." Like that at least makes sense. Mm-hmm. The problem but, is a lot of it comes from also. It's not just. That, yep, it all looks flat. It's also, and the government has to be lying to us. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, why yeah. they created NASA, so they can, NASA oh. spends $50 million a day. So it's like, if the government were going to work out a way to just spend money and hide money, they're not going to, they'll just not tell you about that money. They're not going to give yeah. it to an organization to yeah, fudge correct. it on the books. They're just going to, yeah, if not there talk are secrets, you don't know about them. Yeah. And you don't just, it's it's not like they tell you what they're not telling you. Mm. But also, when have you known a large collection of people to be able to keep a secret? And we're not talking like a handful of people. We're talking about thousands, tens of thousands, yeah. hundreds, hundreds of thousands, if not millions by this stage it, of people it's like that would have to be in thing on it. Too. Enough people have asked the question that if there was any evidence whatsoever someone would have put their hand up with it. Someone mm-hmm. would have made a, a, a dollar or two out of being the one to come forth with the story. Mm-hmm. The fact that it hasn't is, is proof that there isn't anything there. But, yeah, you get a lot of these people who say, like, um, remember the Challenger disaster? 
Yes. That's fake, and those all those astronauts are still alive to this day, according to some and deniers. What would be the point of that? And I'm uh, and this is the thing where I like and this is the thing that really gets me. Like they think that all they faked it and all these people are alive living other lives. I'm sort of like if the government was gonna fake something like that, they would murder those people. So there's yeah. no chance <laughs> of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Or just make up who the people. Yep, there's this guy named Jeff was on there. Yep, yep, he's gone. Yep, yep, yep. His family died of syphilis years before, so yeah, that's why. Yeah, Yeah. don't bother looking. Yeah, I, I just QAnon is like that, except that there's no reason to even believe it in the first place. Mm. Like, there's just there's to just come out and say, I think there's a conspiracy. where the Clintons are trafficking. Oh, is this that Pizzagate thing? Yeah, yeah. I hate the term Pizzagate because I, everything's I, a I gate hate, now. Yeah, I hate the fact that because there was a conspiracy at the Watergate Hotel, everything's a gate mm-hmm. because Watergate wasn't Watergate Gate, was no. it? No. That was just the hotel where it went down. Correct. Oh, fucking language is retarded. But, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, is, it, it's, that's the, one of the terrible things about the internet is these people can now find each other. The people, they've always been pe- people who are susceptible, susceptibles, that word I can't say, to yeah, conspiracies. Yeah, I'm going to let you go with that. Yeah. Uh, but before you'd, you'd hear about them and, but they were sort of on the fringes. Now they can find each other on the internet and they get into an echo chamber. It's, it's the mainstream now. Like mm-hmm. the president of the, not the current one because I don't know what he does day to day because he doesn't do anything worthy of making the news, which, which is, is actually good. that's what you want good. in a politician. <laughs> Absolutely, they ju- he's just administrating. He's just yep. running the country. Yeah, um, everyone's getting paid. We're not going to war. Yeah, I shouldn't. I in Australia shouldn't have to know what the American president is doing day to day. It's got nothing to do with me. The fact that Trump was in the news every day, but the fact that they had a conspiracy theorist as a president. Is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. What's scary is he could also be back soon. Yeah. Because this is the thing that actually scares me. Like, even in the last election, with all that terrible stuff that happened after it and everything, the actual election was still quite close. Yeah. That means uh, that there's a huge chunk of. Oh, yeah. The- yeah. Put me in charge. You, you can run Lucasfilm and America. Yep. Actually, I don't think I'm old enough to run America at the moment. You'd probably still be the youngest, yeah. I no, no, so. I think there is an actual age limit to be the president. Oh, really? I Hype think it's as well. 47? Okay, that's very limit. specific. President USA. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry, I am old enough. You have to be at least 35 years old. Oh, okay. That's that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how you'd possibly have enough experience to do it until you were about thirty-five. But there you go. So you have to be at least thirty-five. Also, there's that tiny little thing where you actually have to be born there. Have as to well. be born in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's that. There's yeah. That. Well, you know where there that. are no age restrictions whatsoever. It's Thailand, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, man. When I was at the first time I ever went to Thailand, I was like gobsmacked because I was out driving down one of the highways and I saw a billboard that just said, 
If you suspect your prostitute may be underage, report her. It's scary that that's, that's a thing that, that has to happen there, but that's where a lot of people go on their sex tours and quite yeah. openly are sex tours. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not going there. No, but we're going to go to um, the after party. Yeah, a lot of underage prostitutes in the after party. But we report them all to the Thai government. Come and get them. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.